This is Monument. I'm part of the Socialist Workers Party, Stand Up to Racism, Unite Against Fascism and we're here at the monument to protest against the escalation of hostilities in Syria. This is the central spot for protests because it's such a central area of Newcastle and because the statue of um, Charles Earl Grey, who's referred to as the Great Reformer, which enfranchised a slightly slightly more people within Britain at the time, the 1830 I think it was. So historically it's quite an important site for people to come to and exercise their democratic right really. You know, I've been a member of the Socialist Workers Party for about five years so whenever there's a chance to come out, engage with people, chat to people about the need for them to cut take to the streets in as many numbers as possible to say whether it's against the war in Syria, whether it's against Donald Trump, whether it's against a rally, say, for the victims of the Pulse Orlando attack that happened a few years ago. Whenever I get the choice, chance, sorry, like I say, need to be out here on the streets showing that these horrible actions are not done in the majority of people's Welcome. names. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming down to this Newcastle Stop the War Coalition protest uh, against Donald Trump's war, his latest attacks on Syria. Uh, hi, I am uh, Chris Clayton Scott, uh, working here at the uh, Tyneside Cinema as uh, Marketing and Communications Manager. Obviously, we've been open since 1937, and, and the Tyneside has progressed, you know, for, through different guises over those years. So it was, um, it, it's closed down a few times and reopened in different guises, and, and now, you know, most recently in 2006, we we refurbished the place and redid it to, to um, to not only you know bring the building back to the the standard it was back in the 1930s, but also um, to update it and provide new um, digital technology, so uh, digital screens and sound. Um, to make uh, to bring like the modern cinema experience, and it was a local entrepreneur um, called Dixon Scott, who is actually the uh, great uncle of uh, the filmmakers Ridley Scott and the late Tony Scott. Um, and Dixon Scott used to travel around the world, um, and he saw these amazing um, Persian palaces when he was out on his travels, and wanted to bring that back to his hometown of, of Newcastle and create something um, similar. And uh, the other idea behind it was that newsreels were really taken off at the time, and it was. One of the only ways people could find out about what was going on in the world uh, was, um, you know, there wasn't there wasn't televisions back then. So um, newsreel cinemas is where people used to come to see the news, basically come to life. Every day we put on a free newsreel for our audiences. So every day at quarter past eleven, 
you can come into the classic screen, which is, is a screen that probably retains the most sort of classic uh, 1930s Art Deco um, feel and look as, uh, as it did back in. It, it looks you know, very similar to how it looked back in the 1930s. And you can watch um, some of the original newsreels. Only once or twice in the life of each one of us comes such a day as this, when we realize that we're watching history in the making, when we know that generations of Englishmen to come will look back on this day. For May the 12th, 1937, will be one of the dates in English history that the school children will learn, maybe a thousand years from now. Every moment, the thrill of excitement increases. And now, with a flashing of breastplates and a clatter of hoofs, the moment has come. With slowness and dignity, the coronation coach moves forward, bringing with it, symbolized in our royal family, all the history and tradition of Britain and the Empire. I'm Shirley Stubbart, I'm a market inspector in the Newcastle Granger Market in Granger Street. We're standing in the warehouse, which has been here for a lot, a lot of years. People used to come in here years ago with the animals to get weighed on the scales and bags of sacks of wheat and all that sort of stuff. It's only been in recent years that we weigh people. But they come in with the guide dogs, and their luggage when they're going on holiday and things like that. Because it's precise, it's the same, gets um, calibrated the same as the hospital, so it's spot on weight. People are on, on diets and um, things like that, diabetics, they, all, they may come in regular so they can keep on top of their weight. There's a big loose thing going on, if you walk into the arcade, you see the big banners up, up ahead. And um, they're trying to lose uh, 100,000, I think it is, uh, pounds. So people have been writing bits and pieces on the wall, what they want to do, some sort of incentive, you know, for other people. I will lose another two stone by December the 17th. I can do this. I've just lost four, four pounds and, and 50 pence. I don't understand why somebody's put that. But over the moon, but my wife's not too happy. She put on three ounces last week. It's, it's, it's linked with a TV programme, um, which they're, they're going to be coming back in again at the end of the month to do some sort of promotion. What they want to do, they want, I think, about 10 people to go on, to t on the TV so they can um, check their weight and then keep on checking them all the time, put them on a kind of diet thing, you know, give them like an exercise. Stand on there, please. You, you two. You, you, you two. Very well, thank you very much. As you be at the end, kilograms.